ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive Edinburgh welcome for Johnny and the Baptists. Big ideas. Yeah. Yeah? Um, Where have you gone? I'm right here. I'm just thinking. You know when you get something into your head and you sort of feel yeah. like you really have to do it, even though it's silly? Yeah. I really want to cut this loose thread hanging from this tie. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a big feature of the sound check as well. Um, but I can't. and Because I, I don't have anything sharp to hand... And at the moment, I'm trying to use a comb, which is really ineffectual. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm um, glad you decided to wait until now to do this. Well, I'm very tired. Um, so yeah. I, I mentioned this yesterday. I'm sleep training my daughter effectively. Um, mm. She is two in uh, about three weeks' time. And she yeah. still wakes up constantly through the night, which is, uh, for any parents out there, will know that is uh, horrible. But also, it, like, it should have... In most, 90% of kids are sleeping through um, by two, apparently, according to um, the statistic that I just made up there. Great, yeah, yeah. Can you hear, I'm going through a... Um, oh, I can hear it really loud, I'm don't sorry, worry. I was it's just r- going through my pencil case trying to find something to deal with this missing thread. This now, it's, thread, okay. It's possible when you're very tired that you start to... Um, you effectively do start to go a bit funny... Mm, yeah, I get you. Um, and this thread has become too important. Uh, oh, cutting this thread. Because you've got to destroy it. You've got to break it. I've done it. You... Oh, great. I've done it. I found a slightly sharp rock. That was your Everest. What are you, where are you? are you? Are you in the Sinai Desert? <laughs> no, but my daughter picks up her favourite stones every oh, yeah. day on a walk. So I've got a lot of them on my desk. Oh, um, that was a lovely a game we... That was a lovely game we played. Well, last however long ago it was, last time I saw you and your family, where mm. I brought I brought her a seashell from the beach, thinking it was a really good gift, and she was like, "More seashells," and I was like, "Oh well, I should have, I should have brought more." So the game was, I I'd say, "Take it to daddy," and she'd go and hand it to you, and I'd say, "Oh, I found another seashell," and you'd throw it back to me. Oh, that was fun. Lovely. Oh, halcyon days, yeah. dude. So I am really tired. Like I'm waking up. She woke me. Because I, so basically, I'm I'm trying to train her out of this. Uh, and what we normally do is we just give her milk. And she drinks a bottle of milk twice during the night, and then she falls back asleep. This is not good long term, but short term, it's been amazing because we've been able to, you know, apart from two wake up, sleep the night through. I say we. Um, I am now in her room, sleeping every night with her, doing the nights. So I am a total mess. Because um, she woke up eight times last night and screamed. And I had to explain, we don't have milk anymore in the night, because you're a big girl. And she's very happy. And then we'd have a big a cuddle. Now we have gin. Now we have gin. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, oh, I feel awful. Yeah. But I've, well, had, I've had a haircut. We talked about yeah. this yesterday. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it, uh, so I feel awful. That's it, really. I feel yeah, dreadful. Okay. Yeah. Well... You're doing a very difficult thing. I think you're doing really well for what it's worth, but there are times when you're just going to feel awful, aren't you? I think so. Um, like, how are you? Sometimes feeling? there's sometimes there's no there's no good outcome. Like Kobayashi Maru. What? Kobayashi Maru. It's like what? a 
It's like a, you know the you've, you've seen, you know the Kobayashi Maru. It's Stop like, saying it. It's like the it's from like um it's from Star Trek or something. It's where like there are two courses of action, and so you try and find the best one. Right. And sometimes both options are shit. Ah. And you you need to accept that it's not like oh okay like this is the, I have to do this one because it's because it's brilliant and it'll make me feel nice. Sometimes all of your options are pants, and that means you just there's no way out, and you go okay. And so it's a Kobayashi Maru. I believe I've understood that correctly. I'm also not operating at a hundred percent. There was there's a there's a really nice. I remember um, there is a feeling of calm once you mm. realise you are unable to fix something. Like yeah, there's a word for it. You told me this. Yeah, it's years um, ago. Uh, Kobayashi. Maru. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it is. But there is, there's a fee- that feeling of calm you get when you realise uh, you are not going to be able to work this out. You're not going to be able to... So I remember feeling it for the first time in my life. Having, it, You know, once something's been explained to you, yeah, it exists in a different part of your brain. So someone would explain... My, my friend Duncan McMillan explained this to me because it was uh, a line in uh, Every Brilliant Thing. Uh, that he'd written and I remember him explaining it to me really full and then the next day on my way to rehearsals I realised as I shut the door behind me to my flat that I didn't have my keys and mm. normally you feel really stressed and in that moment I went well there's nothing I, I can't change it I don't have mm. my keys uh, on me and the door mm. is shut and rather than it's like it's, it's just I was so calm because I was like there isn't a solution to this so I'm yeah. going to go to work, and then later I'm going to find out who I'm going to stay with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The rest of my day doesn't change. Yeah. Like, and it was quite nice, actually. So it was nice to know that. I became yeah, very um, you're relaxed. You're so right. Having absolutely no way out. Yeah, having all the decision removed from something. Oh, It pleasure. can be. Even if it's shit, it's, oh, it's lovely, isn't well, it? Well, <laughs> I know... A couple of um, episodes ago, I mentioned my drama teacher, Mrs. Murphy. Mrs. obviously was her first name, it turns out. Um, (laughs) She told the story of a, I believe, it might have been a grandparent or a grand, a great uncle Mm. who survived the Holocaust. Um, And this great grandparent, this grandparent or grand uncle or some relation of hers Mm. was lined up. And the only thing he owned in the entire world was in his top pocket. He had a, still had a toothbrush. Mm. And the German officer, uh, Nazi officer, walked past everyone and saw the toothbrush, pulled it out, snapped it, threw it on the floor. Mm. And he said he had this feeling of calm because he no longer owned anything. Uh, it was a real moment of weightlessness. Having right. no possessions. Um, I can't imagine the rest of that year was good for him, but uh, no. Um, but he did uh, live to tell that tale, and that is a really interesting moment that I've, I keep thinking about. That I have no, I'm not really someone who has any interest in possessions. Um, but I can see on camera that you're surrounded by broken toothbrushes, and I'm just trying to work <laughs> that out. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I live by that mantra. Um, no, I, I I don't really care very much about things. I never have done. Um, and it is really, uh, I spent two or three years kind of living out of a suitcase 
uh, touring and never really having a permanent home. And it's quite, uh, I don't know, I found it personally very liberating, very mm. freeing, not having anything, not having to really think about things. Um, and then I'd settled down and had a family and uh, now I'm very much weighed, weighed down by all of that. And now it's all just a bit covered by Ashi Maru. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How are you feeling, buddy? Oh, I feel like shit today, man. Really? Yeah. Do you know just, why? Nah. You know, it's just woke up that way. But I've immediately accepted it. Yeah. And and that's nice. Like, I'm not angry at anyone. I'm not, you know, I'm not upset about anything per se. I just feel, but feel bad. But I'm operating totally. What kind on of that bad? Level. How would you describe it? Oh, I just I think I've I from the I think I just have a very negative outlook at the moment and what I have to remind myself because that makes me stop caring about things mm. and that's not and then I get that's when I get pissed off at myself when I'm like you should have cared about that and right. you didn't so I have to catch that as soon as possible and be like nope force yourself to care and then you will care because okay. you'll remember that you normally do um what have you done today since you woke up feeling like that um, I went for a very short walk, oh. um, which is to the patch uh, of poo. To the, to the I didn't go to the patch. I didn't go to the uh, the bleak poo. Any reason um, you didn't go to the bleak poo? Didn't have time. I didn't have time. Okay, it's, uh, it's, it takes me <laughs> takes me about forty five minutes to get to the bleak poo. Um, and what a forty five minutes that is. Yeah, I ha- <laughs> I'm nearly at the bleak poo. I'm nearly, I'm nearly at, at the bleak, bleak poo. poo. I'll call you back. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just I had a little bit of a wonder. I made myself. A coffee and something to eat, and I and I, I I did a bit of a tidy up and stuff like that, and I noticed that none of it was bringing me any pleasure, and I was like, oh, okay, you're in you're in this mood today, um, yeah, and I didn't admonish myself for it, but that's good, yeah, just um, I don't know, it's uh, I think it's now that we're once again this this podcast isn't about the lockdown, isn't about the quarantine, I th- but I I want to acknowledge it just this once because I think that now we've entered into sort of the even more of a gray zone Mm. it's like oh i'm like there might be an announcement they might tell us but like there was a really interesting article about a month ago or something that was uh called a A letter to the uk from italy right did you read this no it was a very it was a it was a very interesting um article by an italian saying that uh this is how you're gonna feel and i bet you won't believe me but I'm I'm where you are in right. three weeks' time. Right, right, I see. So and and it's it, and there's parts of the article that are very beautiful, parts of it that are very upsetting. But one of the things was like you won't care anymore, and hmm. not in like a super bleak way. It was like no, all those things that you that are bothering you at the moment, and you're working out your stresses, and you're oh, it's difficult living at this bit when I haven't, I'm not allowed to the pub and stuff like that. It's like you won't give a shit about any of it, and. Make sure you don't go too far because you'll stop caring about basically everything. You won't hurt people, but you'll become a bit blank for right. a while. And I think, I think I'm doing that a bit at okay. the moment. I'm, I'm not displaying any happiness or sadness. I'm just, I'm just a bit of a, a slate. Yeah. Hugh Laurie, the actor Hugh Laurie. Um, oh yeah. He, yeah. He rang. House. He rang. Uh, no. He called. He's called in. I remember him describing in an interview the realisation that he had clinical depression. He was, I think he was driving a racing car for like a sort of charity event or it was like a, you know, something uh, at high speed and at great risk. Yeah. Like it was genuinely dangerous. 
Um, and people were sort of veering off the road and banging into him. And he was going very, very, very fast. And he felt no joy or fear right. from, from the exhilaration. It's like, oh, I am I am without those emotions. That, that tells me mm. where. And that's when he sort of acknowledged uh, a feeling of depression. And I, I think that's quite, and I've always sort of held that's quite an interesting thought. Um, is that how you sort of, you know, you kind of that's that's yeah. I completely, I completely understand that. It's it's it's, it is that. And I've been I've been at this place, and you know, many times in my life before. I've seen you in this place. I've seen lots of our friends in this place. My da- my dad put it really interestingly when, uh, when I had sort of my second big wave of depression when I was about eighteen, mm. um, and. I remember my dad, my dad's always been very nervous of antidepressants because he was briefly prescribed them as a child following some awful trauma, but back then they were very different. Untried and untested. Untried and untested, you know, back in the you know 60s and 70s. And he, he said that he'd noticed that basically my range of emotions had just sort of uh, plateaued. And he said... Um, Every, he said, not in a nasty way at all, he was like, I'm worried about you because every interaction with you is like I'm speaking to you through frosted glass. And he's like, I can see, hmm. I, I know the shape of what you're feeling, but I can't see the clarity in it. And that's what scares me about your medication and your mental health. And I've always thought that's a really good metaphor for sometimes when people go through this. Is is the frosted glass effect? You know that those old those doors in the seventies yeah, yeah. and eighties. You know, and like where you can you can make out. You say that is my friend. I can see them through it, and I can hear them sort of muffled. But you're never going to have a, a you're never going to have a real conversation or an epiphany through a frosted door, are you? You need to you need to be able to see clearly. To you know, I feel like I'm in that position at the moment, and I'll get out of it. I always do, but uh, yeah. I've seen us both there, and I think you and I are quite good at recognizing it in one another and not panicking. So really, yeah. Are you? Have you tried? To, I know that you're walking every day, but have you done any sort of high intensity exercise? Get the yeah, adrenaline heartbeat going and sort of go for a run or something. Because I find that is uh, there's a Colin Holt joke that it doesn't matter what happens if you're anxious or anything doctors always just say oh go for a run um and yeah. he's right that is a frustrating thing to say but i i do i i do find that always that that's the only thing that lifts me out of mm. um the plateau the thinning of emotions down to one uh, set of feelings yeah i think that i i am trying to do more of that like i've bought i've bought a pull-up bar and i'm using that a lot and i'm doing my i'm doing my yoga every yeah. day for an hour uh which is good um and yeah like when i feel like my 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 body not working when i'm walking i try and walk faster or i try and you know like jog for a bit and it's and i look ridiculous because i'm wearing my massive jacket and i've got my rucksack and my you know all this sort of thing and i'm just like i'm just gonna run for a okay. second <laughs> and that does help like that's sort of those spikes in activity don't know i'm so impressed with you going on your runs every day oh pretty- well, i hate them God, i hate them i know you i know you do like fuck why why would you like them um but it's oh, i don't know you're you're doing really well dude it's cool well well i don't run i, I run every day uh, which is helping me feel better. I also eat chocolate every day because that is also making me feel better. And yeah. anyone who thinks that that isn't making me feel better is wrong because uh, it does make me feel better. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm for the first time in my life, I'm doing exercise not in a desperate attempt to change how I look, 
but to change mm. how I feel. Um, and that feels a lot more positive. Just generally, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to change my size, my shape. Mm. I'm just, uh, just feel um, just to just to to feel better. Yeah. Um, tomorrow is Thursday. Can you believe that? I, I just about. <laughs> it's quite weird, isn't it? Just a, the, the yeah. idea of that, um, which means it will much. be the last episode of this week for um, uh, for those of you listening um, who don't subscribe. Uh, if you want to subscribe, patreon.com slash Johnny the Baptist, no H in Johnny. And if you make any sort of donation, you get the fifth episode of the week. Um, and if you uh, buy us a coffee on coffee, ko-fi.com, we'll also send that to you via email because we appreciate your support. Um, mm-hmm. And if you are not in a position to support, don't worry, it's just a fifth episode, uh, but we do reveal all the secrets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Uh, if you're desperate to hear it and you're broke, message us and we'll try and yep. just send it to you because we uh, understand the world is hard and uh, we love you. Um, yeah, just tweet tweet the words Kobayashi Maru at uh, <laughs> yeah, good luck at, at, at any underscore Baptist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at anyone. I'll just I'll just scroll through Twitter. Paddy, should we have a guest tomorrow? We've talked about having guests on the show. We have. Or do you want to start having a- guests next week? Maybe next week because uh, I, 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 I don't know yet yeah. how to record A third three people. Okay. And uh, if we go into the mental health podcast with you and I two hours into a tech nightmare, then it'll be like, hi, James, welcome to the show, and fuck you. Okay, I, I understand. Uh, and um, <laughs> um, All right, thank you for listening. Paddy, are you feeling all right? Yeah, I, I had a chuckle. That's really nice. What are you going to yeah. do this afternoon? Uh, uh, more work. Hooray. I'm going to keep myself busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> I think I, I think I've, I've uh, the swingometer has gone a little bit. I think I've buried myself in too work, much. and now I'm starting to get pissed off by well, it. So I think uh, my recommendation to you, if you're working too much, go to the cinema, pop down yeah. to the leisure centre. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just go go to Wix and just go wild. Just have a wander. Actually, probably Wix. Do you think Wix is open? Wix. It's got our name on it. Do you remember that advert? Yeah. I missed that. It's probably Wix might be open. Yeah, they've got. They do. But do they sell lots of key stuff? They do like paint. They do like B and Q stuff, don't they? Yeah, but like I DIY. don't. I don't know <laughs> what's happened to your accent. Oh, you know, mate. <laughs> You've got. <it. laughs> have you gone into funny. the voice you do in a hardware store so as not to feel uncomfortable? Yeah, no, me. Oh, yeah, I'm just building a shirt. Yeah, a shirt. A yeah, shirt. yeah, good, yeah. I need some wood for a my tar. wooden shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I find it oh. very hard to interact with them. Um, um, Paddy, look after yourself. I'll see you later. Yeah, I'll see you later on. Um, thank you for talking to me. I love you very much. I love you too. Bye. Bye, mate.